hey, do you want to come over and make a pot of tea, bring your favorite crystals? You know, we could talk about our birth charts, spirits, the latest house bells we've been doing. Welcome to the neighborhood. I'm that witch next door. Welcome to another episode of That Witch Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Shadow Chats, the first Shadow Chats of 2024. I am joined by the lovely Ashley Michelle. Ash, if you want to say hi to everybody. Hello, hello. First Shadow Chats of 2024. Feels good, huh? Wow, it does feel good. This 2024 feels, like good, feels good. I agree. It does. <laughs> I agree. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's not, you know, <laughs> every time every time we talk about this now, my brain flashes to all of us in January of 2020 and I'm like, it's not like going to be one of those, right? <laughs> No, but I do. Well, I do feel. I didn't feel good like uh, this about about we twenty twenty. Oh God, I love <laughs> no, it. I no, love but it, it does make twenty twenty four feels good. Year of strength. Year of strength. Strength year. And how beautiful is a year of strength? Um, started off with our our new moon in Capricorn. I know, right? I love. I it. love that. Mm-hmm. So, before Very we dive fun. into it, let me tell everybody when the new moon is, so that anybody who wants to look this up, and I highly recommend putting these details into a transit chart for yourself and looking at where this is happening in your birth chart on your app mm-hmm. or your website. But this is going to be on the one eleven portal on January 11th at 6.57 a.m. Eastern time, um, new moon at 20 degrees of Capricorn. And the first thing I want to ask you, Ash, um, especially I want your cancer rising perspective on this. The Mm -hmm. moon is in its domicile or its home sign when it's in cancer. Mm -hmm. This would, for any beginners, this would indicate that that placement feels comfortable. Think about how you feel when you go home. You get comfy. Well, they say that the sign that is opposite that is that placement's detriment and that the moon would be in detriment in Capricorn. And this is, it's as far away as you can get from home, if you want to put that into your perspective for your own relativity, anybody. Um, So you would be pretty uncomfortable. as cancer is the sign of home. Yes. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly. I love it. So riddle me this. How do you feel about the moon considered being detriment in Capricorn? And how do you like the moon in Capricorn energy in general? Or how do you feel about it? How do I feel about it? Yes. Um, Well, I think knowing, you know, when planets are in detriment is important to students of astrology. I think it's something important to take into consideration when you're looking at somebody's birth chart specifically. I'm not sure it needs to hold that much weight when we're looking at the chart of the moment. Mm. Why? Because there's always something to learn. So when we break it down, right, we've got the moon, emotional body, subconscious energy, how we are feeling in the sign of Capricorn about our work 
hard work, moving forward, goal setting, being goal oriented at the top of a strength year, an eight year. I think this is all good things. I think this is this moon is really about us taking an honest look through our heart chakra, right, on the goals that we would like to get to this year and how are we going to do it? Our cabbies are very plan-oriented. So it's one thing to say we're going to do something, but how are we going to do it? And how can we do it like being heart-led, you know? So yes, that's how I feel about it. I feel good about it. Very Cancer Rising of you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> on brand, say, on brand. On yeah. brand. You really take into consideration all perspectives, which is really important because... And I love the differentiation, the little kind of disclaimer about when and how we take the domicile and the detriment, mm-hmm. the exaltation and the fall into consideration. Mm-hmm. The exaltation and the fall for anybody is kind of the amplified versions of those. The yeah. exaltation, it's not just at home, it's revered. It's in a place, yeah. it's in a sign where it's treated like royalty and it functions mm-hmm. on high. And then in its fall, it really struggles. Not just it's in different surroundings. It The placement might really, really struggle. I give lots of disclaimers about this as well because I I am the same. I use this information in charts. Don't get me wrong. I pay attention mm-hmm. to, to these very much. But if you are someone like me who, for example, when the moon is in Capricorn, I am, I love when the moon goes into an earth sign. Mm-hmm. It is one of my every single month I, and every time I'm like, where is the moon today? I'm like, of course, I should have known the moon's in Virgo. This is why I feel yeah. like this today. It, it feels good to you, yeah. Yes. And this is because of where it hits in my birth chart for me. It mm-hmm. makes sense when you take a look. And this is why it's so important when you're listening to podcast episodes like this, when you're watching lives on Instagram, when you're when you're getting those emails every full and new moon. Right. Why you take this information in with like a kind grain of salt, not a doubtful grain yeah. of salt, but you know what I mean? Because I've mm-hmm. seen people talk about, um, oh, the moon is in Capricorn, the moon's in detriment when it's in this sign. So we can really, but for and who? I'm like, exactly. It, exa- yeah. One exactly. thing I was going to say to you is I've got a stellium in Capricorn. Same. So the moon exactly. is going exa- to, the moon's yeah. going to illuminate a whole bunch for me. Like this is, January is all about goal setting for me. And I like that, you know, I'm yeah. a goal oriented person. So, you know, for who, what, in what way, how are we looking at it? I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And Capricorn's in my fifth house. So that's my, fun my fun seven. for me. <laughs> See? Seven yeah, slash exactly. eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rules my sixth and rules it with a tight whip. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So for this new moon, we have a couple of cool aspects that I want to ask you about for the energy of this day. Um, We have Venus square Chiron. Venus is going to be at 15 degrees of Sag. And... Mm. Chiron is at 15 degrees of Aries, and they hit their peak aspect on that day. They're not just Mm -hmm. forming it. They hit that peak aspect that day. Um, How do you you see this 
this square between Venus and Chiron first of all. Let's break that down. First of all, fucking Chiron. (laughs) I don't think anybody is giving Chiron, like, I feel like I'm always talking about Chiron, even though some people who binge astrology podcasts, maybe they feel otherwise. Maybe just because Chiron has been in Aries since forever, and we've been going through all these lessons on leadership for so long with Chiron. But I love this example because squares are often taught that they're fighting with one another when Mm -hmm. two planets or planetary aspects are in a square. But squares aren't always necessarily bad. And I'm not sure that this one is really bad because Venus in Sagittarius is flirty and fun and light and chasmeric. And so I feel like that's Venus telling Chiron, chill the fuck out for a little bit. Like, let's Mm -hmm. let's not dig into all of these life lessons on leadership and and, you know, who's whose balls are bigger. Let's chill out for a second. You know, because that's that's Chiron yes. and Aries, right? Like, my balls are yes. bigger. It's so much energy, <laughs> very harsh energy, you know? And so I feel like Venus and Sagittarius is like, we're going to chill out on all this yes. intense energy and lessons right now. That's how I I feel. love that. I love um, that. And I agree so, so, so much. Mm-hmm. Because Sag brings in bigger picture perspective. Dude, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. zoom out, zoom out, and how yeah. much. And Aries, being the first sign in the zodiac, mm-hmm. of all the signs, Aries is wearing blinders the most. Yeah, and and gets tunnel vision, and it's part of Aries' strength. Don't get me wrong; like th- mm-hmm. there's a strength in that. But because there are fire signs and Aries is the first fire sign and Sag is the third, it feels mm-hmm. like the older, older sibling being like... 100%. There are so many worse things that could be happening. Things exactly. could be a lot harder. Mm-hmm. You've come way farther than you're letting yourself give yourself credit for. Exactly. Because Karen has been this. Aries for so long. Exactly. I love this. I Shut love up. this energy and idea. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that we might experience that since we're in Venus, is we'll find that reflected back at us in our in our relationships right now. I would agree. And yeah. and we'll get that kind of reminder from somebody like, you're like being way, way, way too hard on yourself than you exactly. deserve at all right now. Take a little break. I love this. Yeah. And I, that square is gonna be a good one. Bring that now, because I am already starting to see that connect. How mm-hmm. does this influence and affect or help? Capricorn new moon energy. I think this is the best way that I see it. Don't put too much on our plate. Right. So yeah, we've got Aries energy who loves to do the most and Capricorn energy who can get a little um, hyper fixated on like doing the work. You know, um, if you guys are listening and not watching, I'm doing the like hands <laughs> blinders, right? Like yeah, they're just blinders. seeing what's in front of them. Yeah. And so I think the best way we can see it is like what goals can we make for ourselves in our relationships, our bodies, our businesses, our health, whatever it is for you. But that like feel attainable. And, you know, this January energy is like, I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to have a to-do list for this year that's a mile long. What if you just did one thing really good? Yes. You know, like, what would that be? If you had one goal 
for this whole year, what would that one goal be? And can we just focus on that? I you know. love that so much. Just on a personal level, yeah, this resonates with me so much for my intentions for this year. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this can help some other people too because one thing that happened for me is when I looked back, I was telling Ash actually right before we started recording, I got my my numbers for the year and I've... And, not only that, but like at the same time I received those, I was doing my 2023 reflection journaling. So I was Mm -hmm. doing this big inventory of the year and something happened that I noticed happens a lot, possibly always, maybe not always, always, but most of the time I looked back on the year and I, I really impressed myself. And I was like, you, when I read my intentions for last year, I was like, you really did these. Yeah. Or the progress on them was yes. Or mm-hmm. maybe the goal didn't get achieved exactly how it had to, but the goal shifted along the way and you were able to achieve that because it ended up, like it really does always work out. And this big realization it gave me going into this new moon is I didn't have to be so hard on myself that whole time. When you were talking about that, it hit me so deeply because this is exactly what I was just journaling about this Mm -hmm. morning, was you didn't have to bullwhip yourself the way here. That was this excessive stress and like frustration that was literally coming from no one but you for yourself. And you could have just not done that and had this good progress still. And so my intention for 2024 is trimming off the excess and it's specifically trimming off the excess stress and, and overload and overwhelm that is totally and completely unnecessary and self-imposed. And this is a shadow quality of Capricorn for those of us Mm -hmm. with that Capricorn stellium. We do overload ourselves from mm-hmm. a place of, am I doing enough? Is this going right. to be enough? And I think that this Venus in Sagittarius during this Capricorn new moon is like, you have always been enough, dude. Right, right. Exactly. Show yourself a little bit of love. Have fun. Be easy. It's okay. What's the bigger picture here? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm excited for this new moon. I am too. I really, mm-hmm. really am too. So we haven't done this in a little while. What kind of, what kinds of rituals do you just feel for this moon? Well, obviously anything earthy. And those of us who live in colder regions, that may be hard. The snow is coming a little later this time, but... I feel like by the time the new moon hits, we'll have snow on the ground. I mean, I don't know. The one thing that's coming very naturally to me is if we do have snow on the ground, collecting some of that snow that's and allow, yeah, and allowing <laughs> it to to melt, and then utilizing it for your plants or yes. in a ritual bath or even to drink. You know what I mean? That feels really good and, and Capricornian to me. And I also think too, when it comes to goal setting, leaning more so towards the business base that are listening here. 
making it a ritual around your finances and money. And that was one of my goals, actually, and my intentions for 2024, making it more fun when you do your money dates at the end of the week or the end of the month, like dress in like really nice lingerie, light some candles, you know, (coughs) make it great. If like make yourself a beautiful plate of food and sit down and make it just super wholesome. You know, Capricorn is very much a to B goes to C. And what if we just kind of loosened that up a little bit and mm-hmm. gave ourselves a bit more breadth and made the experience a bit more luxurious, I think is really good. Um, and I haven't done my uh, my astrology for the year yet, but I'm pretty sure Saturn is my yearly time. <coughs> so it's going to be an oh, interesting year. Oh, I got to look year. at that too. Yeah. Very interesting. It's going to be an interesting year around... How am I creating structures and systems in a way that my Sagittarius ass can continue doing it? Because I'm such a Mm -hmm. Sag, and so I'm so spastic sometimes and all over the place. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, Saturn will whip you into shape. I'm going to lean heavy into that Capricorn stellium. And I, I I think Capricorn has a lot of beautiful features for us to look at. And I think Capricorn also tends to get overlooked a little bit because, like, so serious all the time and uh, we don't ever want to have fun and we got to get the work done and Mm -hmm. what if we found a way to work with capricornian saturnian energy that was more fun that helped us finish what we start because i don't know about you but i get Mm -hmm. a lot of feedback around how it's hard for people to continue on to be consistent no matter what it is, whether they're working on building a business, whether they're trying to lose weight, consistency is hard for a lot of people. And so I think this new moon in Capricorn is a great time for us to look at how we can have fun in the consistency. I love that. Like, first of all, how Cancerian of you. I feel like you really (laughs) balanced all that Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And and this is what the oppositions mean. This is Mm -hmm. what they do naturally. Cancer came in and was like, let me just balance you out a little bit here and Mm -hmm. make this more homey. Make this more comforting and feel Mm -hmm. more familiar because the more familiar you make something, that's where consistency is able to take Agreed. over. Agreed. And that's what I love about that tip because the more you can normalize it by giving yourself really simple but effective positive motivators like that, mm-hmm. because you're like the example of your money date and looking at your finances. This is something that literally triggers very real, very anxiety for most of us. And for you a lot are not, of people, yeah, you are not, not wanting to open up the you. mail, yes, not wanting to exactly. check the bank accounts. It's a, it's a big thing. Exactly. It's valid. I get it. As mm-hmm. somebody with their own financial trauma who mm-hmm. does money shadow work mm-hmm. around this, um, that would be yeah. my other tip to add on to that is do your money shadow work. Yes, face please, them, embrace them, look at your right. financial wounds and embrace them. Don't let them stay these scary monsters in the dark. Agreed. That's where that cancer can come in and, and bring in the warmth and bring in the comfort. Right. And I really, really like that a lot. It's totally such a good agreed. idea. Yeah. yeah. 
money Definitely. shadow work, now that you mention it, is that that's a great practice to do um, on that new moon in Capricorn. And for anybody who's like, okay, but how do we do it, guys? One really simple but very effective practice, first of all, blew my fucking mind when I did this. Um, think way back to your first memories of money and like journal on them way, way, way back to your first memories you know was it your parents arguing over money were you given a lot of money Did, were their cars being repossessed what were were there um electrical what do they call them lights were your lights being turned off yeah what are yeah. some of your early 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 memories with money did you have a lot of money and were your parents squirreling money mm-hmm. you know um those early memories often shape and dictate how we work with money currently. Exactly. This is so important to bring up because Mm -hmm. literally no matter who you are and where you come from, you have wounds somewhere, somehow around money because Mm -hmm. as a collective, there's been so much abuse of it and in use of it. And the only way we're going to continue healing that is being honest with ourselves about that, Mm -hmm. facing those things. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I love the the spectrum of examples you bring up. Were you somebody who had to go without? And on the other side of that, were you someone who who was bought off your whole entire life? Right, right. Both of those are right. very different worlds, and both of those have wounds. Both right. of those absolutely have have wounds to look at. And I always tell people, um, your money spell work is not working because you're not doing your money shadow work. Yeah, 100%. You it's cannot just deal. show up, yeah, wounded. And honestly, we don't realize it's from a place of scarcity and demand. When yeah. we show up to money, she said what she said, way. honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. scarcity and demand, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I think people don't recognize. Money is neutral and a master teacher. The yes. energy that we have and the relationship that we have with money is dictated by us. So if if things right. aren't working, how are we coming at money? Because money has done nothing to us, right? And so that is why we do the money shadow work to understand mm-hmm. how we're coming at money and why it is coming or why it's not coming. No matter whether you're making a bunch of money or not, either way, the shadow work still needs to be done. It's it's never over, friends. We've said this before. We just get better at it. That's the difference. I always say you can write some of the most horrific, awful things. You can do some horrible things with a pen, and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean pen is the evil Right. That's a great analogy. Exactly. The pen is literally a fucking tool that wasn't doing anything but sitting Mm -hmm. there until it got Mm -hmm. picked up and used for that. Mm -hmm. And if if you can look at money in the same, like, you know how, like, it just it feels like nothing to think about a pen. Right. It doesn't move you emotional either way. Right. Approaching money with that. If you make that the goal instead of trying to make the goal, oh, I have to show up and I love money. You don't, ri- again, you're right. showing up with scarcity and demand and obsession. There is exactly. there is a difference. And so I love that you brought up money is neutral. And if our mm-hmm. approach to it is a tool like that, we can be a master of that. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. We can totally learn how agree. to use it. Yes, exactly. This is, ah, 
Very, 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 very good. Yes, exactly. I was going to say so Capricornian. This was such a mm-hmm. concise but clear and jam-packed mm-hmm. shadow chats mm-hmm. because Capricorn is not here to waste anybody's fucking time. No. Capricorn <laughs> is not here to waste any goddamn time. That's the oh. thing about Capricorn. Like, we're here to get a job done, said, yes. said the goat. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Which is great to lean into if you're a procrastinator. But at the same time, can we have a little fun? So I love yes. that Venus is hanging out in Sagittarius around that time, around this time. I just love it. I think it's going to be good. I do, too. Really get us to loosen up and and chill on the intensity i love that so 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 much so ash tell us where can we find you follow you and support you when's our next astrology after dark episode coming out this later at the end of this month right yes astrology after dark comes out the last day of every month um we're not going to tell you who we're doing because it's a surprise. Surprise this month. Surprise. That's um, over on the Goddess Complex, by the way. Make yes, sure you're over on, on Ashley's Complex. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, people, you guys can find me, Ashley Michelle 90 Day. Um, still doing that weird reality TV shit. Go watch me on the show. Watch me cry. That was very uh, Aquarius uh, moon of you. Uh, I know. I'm still right. doing that weird reality <laughs> The alien in you came out for I a second. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, TikTok starseed shadows. I got a bunch of stuff coming out for the year. You all know where to find me. So DM yes. us. We love the DMs. They make my heart happy to know that you all are enjoying these these shadow yes. chats and astrology after dark. Tons of love on astrology after dark, huh? People are Hell, really liking yeah. it. They're oh, loving it. it's so easy because it's so fun to do them. So the so energy fun. just comes through. Mm-hmm. I totally mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this was good, good, good one. I love mm-hmm. you so much. Love Everybody. You, Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your time today and every day. We always greatly appreciate it. We are sending you all of our love and all of our blessings into this Capricorn new moon. Make sure that, of course, you stay safe. Let yourself, Venus says, have some fun. And, of course, stay magical out there. Did you get something valuable out of today's show? Here's how you can help continue to grow our magic. First, you can head over to Apple or Spotify and leave a five-star rating and review. You can also share a shout-out on your social media page and make sure you tag me at thatwitch.nextdoor. And of course, you can just tell a friend that you think would enjoy the show and send them a link to the episode. Thank you so much, Neighbor, for your support. I'll see you next time. 